Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and joining me as always is my co-host, Robert Zirk. On today's show, we ask, what does giving mean to you? We'll hear responses from Winnipeggers from all walks of life and tell you more about how you can share your thoughts about giving on our show. Then we'll have the second installment in our series about the history of Charleswood with Len Van Roon Jr. and Len Van Roon Sr. called A Charleswood Chat. And finally, Noah Ehrenberg joins us to discuss the latest in local citizen journalism through the lens of Community News Commons. All this, some great music, and much, much more on today's episode of River City 360. Good morning and welcome to RC360. Nolan Bicknell here with my co-host Robert Zirk. So Robert, it's the first show of December. Holiday season is upon us where we put up the Christmas tree and uh, everyone's ready for some holiday cheer. That's right. And one of the things that we did last holiday season was produce some segments about giving, which we'll talk about a little bit more coming up later in the program. But first, we've actually pre-recorded this episode, and that's because as of right now, Nolan, you'll have been at a controller for <laughs> 23 and a half hours now, yes. I take it, for uh, for charity in a 24-hour gameathon. Yeah, basically what's happening is uh, my friends and I just launched a fund at the Winnipeg Foundation called uh, A Critical Cause which is Gamers for Mental Health. And what we're going to do uh, starting Saturday, so yesterday at uh, 9 a.m., we're playing video games for 24 straight hours to raise money for mental health and support and services. Uh, So it'll be me and uh, three or four of my friends that are just going to be up all night and up throughout the day playing games and trying to just drum up some uh, donations for a critical cause, which is Gamers for Mental Health. So I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But if our listeners would like to support us, please, by all means, you can go to twitch.tv slash critical hit dot tv all one word you write out the word dot so twitch.tv slash critical hit dot tv and uh, you can watch us stream because we're doing it live uh, on the internet playing i don't know maybe probably dozens of games together and and uh it should be a lot of fun wow so uh, any particular game that you're looking forward to uh playing uh there's a game called rocket league which is basically uh it's giant rocket soccer while you're in a vehicle and it's a lot of fun and we can play four players and it's and it's going to be good but i'm really looking forward to sort of raising funds for an important a very important topic to me which is the mental health community and just sort of erasing the stigma that comes along with you know different mental health issues depression and and whatnot because i think although we've come a long way it's still there's still a long ways to go when it comes to being able to be open and honest with with our mental health issues so yeah 24 hour straight gameathon for a critical cause i'm really excited very cool and a great cause as well. So good luck and you'll have to give us an update on how it goes on the show next yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, like I said, if anyone wants to, you could go there right now and catch the last half hour, at, maybe after you listen to the rest of River City 360 uh, at twitch.tv slash criticalhit.tv. Coming up on the show, we asked several Winnipeggers what giving means to them and we'll hear what they have to say. But first, here's I Give You My Word by Mitchell Ayers right here on River City 360. I give you my word I'll never love again I give you my word This is my first and last romance 
I gave my lips, my heart and soul to you. My heart will break if you don't take me too. I give you my word, you are the only one. All heaven has heard what your love has done. Darling, what's the good of life without love, all oh, love without you? I'll never change I give you my Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell with you here this morning. So, Robert, uh, it's the holiday season, as we mentioned at the top of the show. And nowadays, kind of many people start thinking about what it means to give and, and their thoughts really turn to giving and, and the, the general giving spirit of the holidays. That's right. And of course, giving is a great thing to do all year round, but it can also be a very meaningful way to celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to share some Winnipeggers' thoughts on the subject. If you had your radio tuned to CJNU this time last year, you might remember hearing some segments we produced back before we launched our full program about why Winnipeggers give and what giving means to them. Susan Creepart, the founder of the Magnus Hay Formula Drive for Winnipeg Harvest, reflected on her drive to help get baby formula to over 1,600 Winnipeg families in need. Winnipeg Harvest was in a crisis situation as far as baby formula was concerned. They were down to 11 tins of formula. And 1,600 families rely on the baby formula, baby food that Harvest provides. I had a visceral reaction. I can't explain it to this day. But I went to my Facebook page and I said I would come to your house to pick up donations of cash or formula, no matter how small the donation, to provide a cushion for Winnipeg Harvest. Two days into the campaign, uh, a woman donated formula. Her name was Jennifer Hay. And her baby had just died two days before that. And she was donating his formula. That really struck a chord with me, so we renamed the campaign in his honour. It means a lot to me to be able to give back to those less fortunate. I live a very charmed life, and it's also heartwarming for me to continue the legacy of this little baby who never made it home from the hospital, and he lives on and helps other babies in Winnipeg. Dave Angus, the Chief Executive Officer of the Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce, remarked on how exceptional Winnipeg is when it comes to giving back, and how a culture of generosity permeates through our great city. Giving, I think, is an important principle and value that, as a citizen of our city, I feel compelled to give back to the city that's given me so much. And so I think it's important for all of us to look at how we can invest in our community through giving to organizations and individuals that are doing some great work to help those that need our help. 
What inspires me the most to give is the fact that I'm inspired by others. We're blessed in Winnipeg to live in a city that philanthropy and giving back to community is part of our DNA. And I look around to business leaders, community leaders, and citizens within our community and all the different ways that they give back to Winnipeg. And it inspires me also to give. And finally, Shahina Siddiqui, president of the Islamic Social Services Association, told us that giving is a part of the human condition and is something inherent to all. Giving to me is literally a responsibility. It's not a favor or a burden. It's something that to me is very natural to being human. In my uh, culture and tradition, we don't talk about giving. It's basically done so that your right hand does not know what your left hand gives. I think it impacts our city immensely. Uh, It grows community, it brings people together, and it feeds into our soul as a city. When we share our resources, when we share our blessings, that we make for a more compassionate society and city. Thank you very much to everyone who participated last year, but this year we wanted to try something a little bit different. We wanted to give you an opportunity to tell us here at RC360, what does giving mean to you? Uh, Why are you inspired to give? Who do you give to? And how does it make you feel when you do give? So you can call our listener line at 204-944-9474, extension 360. Uh, So just tell us, why is giving important to you? And what impact does giving have on the holiday season for you? So again, just call us up. Let us know, what does giving mean to you? 204-944-9474, extension 360. And uh, we'll play your responses on the show next week. We'd love to hear some homegrown giving stories. And and just tell us, because it's the holiday season now, we want to hear why do you give, Winnipeg. So let us know. Thanks, Nolan. Coming up after the break, the second installment in our new series called A Charleswood Chat. But first, we've got Ray Charles here with Come Rain or Come Shine right here on RC360. You're gonna love me Like no one's loved me Come rain or come shine Happy together, unhappy together, and wouldn't it be fine? Days may be cloudy or sunny, we're in or we out of the money, yeah. Yeah. 
Welcome back to River City 360. Robert and Nolan here with you. Last week, we premiered the first installment in our new segment called A Charleswood Chat, which gives you a glimpse into the history of Charleswood through the stories and artifacts maintained by Len Van Roon Jr. and Len Van Roon Sr. They are two past presidents of the Charleswood Historical Society. So, Robert, on Saturday, Len Van Roon Sr., I guess, signed copies of photos and fragments of a Charleswood history, his book, at the Charleswood Public Library. Yes. Uh, since we pre-recorded this uh, episode today, I'll be going to the signing, and uh, I'll have a full report on how it went on next week's show. Uh, but for any of our listeners who are interested, you can pick up a copy of the book for $20 at the Charleswood Museum at 5006 Roblin Boulevard. And it's open every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. So you can take a tour of the museum and learn more about what life was like in Charleswood back in the day. And you can have technically a Charleswood chat in person with Len Van Roon Sr. Absolutely. When they were in, in studio here with us, they had so many great stories just about different trails and different artifacts and different historical things and you don't even know sort of what the history is until you really hear it from someone who has gotten it from someone who's firsthand or has has really researched into the history of Charleswood of the Pemina Trails and and of all sorts of Winnipeg sort of folklore as it were absolutely and uh, we look forward to sharing a lot of that with you on the coming episodes of River City 360 Today, because it was the book signing on Saturday, Len Van Roon Sr. will talk a little bit about the process of compiling the book and why it's important for the Historical Society to have a book and have a museum and what kind of impact it has on the families in the area. So without further delay, here is the second installment in our series, A Charleswood Chat. We had a lot of photographs, and we thought, you know, this is going to end up in a dumpster the way most things do. So we took the photographs and started to put stories behind the photographs, the old photographs. And then we, just on our own, we decided to put a book out. We knew we couldn't cover all the different families, so what we did, we titled it Fragments of Charleswood History to let ourselves off the hook. We asked for contributions and people sent us pictures. So the material we have was donated and we did put a amateurish book together, but we did have professional help, luckily. It, it really roots the local history, having photos and fragments of, of Charleswood history in a book. And, and one of the things I'm the most proud of is that it really, it starts off accentuating the stories of 5,000 years of First Nations history. Some of the early Métis families and the buffalo hunters and how important they were. And a lot of local histories skip that part. It's fragments in that it doesn't try and be a complete history, but the stories really give you a feel for it. Having the book, having the museum, having a tribute wall at the Legion, they're, they're all ways of keeping alive some of the stories that I think are very important. We have young families come in quite often and it doesn't really matter whether you have 45 people coming in on a weekend or, or a family with, with a mom and a dad and two kids. If it's there, then people can access the history in the community. We had a couple little boys come in a few weeks ago and we have several typewriters with a piece of paper in them. Well, they were just fascinated. They were clanking away on those, trying to figure out how they work, asking questions like, how do we fix a mistake? 
Where's the delete key? <laughs> there isn't one. You use an eraser. We've got an old eraser, a typewriter eraser that we can use to use this or paint over it with something called whiteout. They don't get that at all. I think going into the schools, reliving the, these stories and providing more of a sense of roots to the young people is very, very important. And I mentioned uh, earlier when we were chatting, there's 7,000 new people coming in in the next development. And if they move into a community where there's a sense of history and roots, of the early families and Aboriginal, Métis, people that live there, the nature that's in the area, then I think the whole community is stronger and, and I sense a real growing importance for the growing awareness of passing on that history to our new residents too, so it's not just like another suburb without roots. And remember, if you'd like to check out any of the artifacts at the museum, you can visit any Saturday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., and Len Van Roon Sr. will take you on a tour through the history of Charleswood and surrounding areas. And now here's the next installment in our series about Winnipeggers who, through foresight, planning, and generosity, created a lasting legacy and helped make their community a better place. Here's my co-host of River City 360, Robert Zirk. Charles F.J. Harvey had foresight. He gave to his community through a discretionary fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. Born and raised in Winnipeg, Charlie, as he was known to friends, served in the Royal Canadian Air Force during the Second World War. Upon his return, he enjoyed a successful 54-year career as a financial planner. Though he had many opportunities to relocate, he chose to live in and give back to his community, Winnipeg. He gave generously of his time and wisdom to many organizations, such as the Fort Garry Community Club, Winnipeg West Rotary Club, Westminster United Church, the United Way, and the Victoria Beach Club. In 1992, Mr. Harvey established the Charles F.J. Harvey Family Fund at the Winnipeg Foundation. When interviewed in 2006 about his reasons for establishing the fund, Mr. Harvey replied, The Winnipeg Foundation is all-encompassing and will be here long after I'm gone. I agree with how the board and staff of the foundation approach both the stewardship of funds and the research on choices for distribution of grants. I have a particular concern for those who are alone or lonely. Mr. Harvey passed away in December 2009 at age 92. Since gifts to the Foundation are endowed, they continue to support our community for good forever. Over time, grants generated can surpass the value of the original gift, multiplying the positive impact in our community. When you give to the Winnipeg Foundation, you're joining Mr. Harvey and thousands of others with the foresight to support our community for good forever. Coming up after the break, Noah Ehrenberg joins us in studio to tell us about this week in community journalism through the lens of Community News Commons. But first, here's Teresa Brewer with Chewing Gum right here on RC360. Bye. 
some chewing gum. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. I'm crazy over chewing gum. What can I do? I chew the day away, it seems. I'm even blowing bubbles in my dreams. My pop gave me a dollar to buy a collar. You should have heard him holler when I bought chewing gum. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. I'm crazy over chewing gum. I chew, chew, chew. Welcome back to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Robert Zirk. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Nolan Bicknell, and we are now joined by Noah Ehrenberg. He's the convener of Community News Commons, Winnipeg's citizen journalism website. Noah, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It's great to be here. What are some of the latest stories that citizen journalists in our city have been writing on Community News Commons? Well, I'll tell you, one of my favorites is by Greg Petzl that was just published, and I think our listeners would really, really like this story. Uh, Greg basically was spending a few idle minutes uh, rooting around in a book bin at a thrift store, and he finds this book from 1914, basically a household guide from Winnipeg. It's called The Real Home Keeper, A Perpetual Honeymoon for the Winnipeg Bride. It's an awesome book. It's uh, over 200 pages, and essentially what it is is sort of a business directory and articles and um, recipes and uh, advertisements all from 1914, so all from 100 years ago. Century-old book. It's amazing. You get a really good picture of sort of what it was like before the Great War here in Winnipeg and sort of the wants and needs and and dreams of Winnipeggers uh, back then. And so uh, Greg Petzl does a terrific job. He's got some nice photos of the book included in the article. It's called Blast from the Past, a 1914 Winnipeg Time Capsule. I know our listeners would really like this story, and if they want to read it, they should go to communitynewscommons.org. The other story I really liked this week was by Paul S. Graham. He's been writing for uh, and shooting video for Community News Commons for a few years, actually from the very beginning, uh, since uh, 2012. And he had a story, uh, essentially, that uh, looked at the Winnipeggers who are marching for climate action. Basically, this was on the eve of the Paris Climate Summit, and there was a rally of about 1,000 people, and Paul S. Graham went out there to, to basically shoot some video, tell the story. So he's got a video report on that, and I know our listeners would uh, like to check that out as well. I hear there are also some holiday-related stories that uh, citizen journalists have been writing for CNC. For sure, there always is. Uh, holidays brings out uh, a lot of great stories, and three stories that I really enjoyed. One was by Ellen Polly called Art, Charity, and Yarn Bombing. And basically what this is is people who make beautiful scarves and then they wrap them around trees um, or around posts all over the city of Winnipeg and that's uh, essentially for whoever wants a warm scarf to come and pick it up and take it with them and so it's part of a um, of an an initiative called Chase the Chill which was uh, started in the United States and um, people here in Winnipeg have uh, have picked it up and uh, have run with it so Ellen Polly has a terrific story on that that I know our listeners would really enjoy as well I like the story by uh, Marie LeBlanc about the annual PJ drive that keeps kids warm essentially uh, the chiropractors association 
uh, here in Manitoba. Uh, they partner with the United Way in hopes of receiving 1,500 new pairs of warm PJs uh, to give to people who need them. And essentially, they're looking for sizes that are uh, f- uh, for children from small to uh, youth XL. And you can take them down to most of the participating chiropractic offices, and uh, they will give them away on their annual PJ drive. And the final story I really enjoyed um, is a really kind of poignant uh, story by Jason Chung, who's an, who's an excellent writer, very sensitive person. Uh, Jason is a terrific uh, citizen reporter, and he, he talks about, you know, this time of year it's full of joy, but it's also sometimes a very difficult time for people. And uh, essentially he does a story about what it's like to do grief work together in a community. And his point is that it's probably a good idea that when people are having a tough time at this time of year, that it's probably one of the best things that we can do for people who are having difficult time is to be with them and to help them through uh, some of those difficulties. So those three stories, I think, uh, would be um, ones that our listeners would really, really enjoy reading. Excellent. Sounds very interesting. Mm -hmm. And every time we have you on, we like for you to bring us a new local song of the week. What do you have for us this week? Uh, This week, I got a real treat. Uh, Champagne Years is the name of the band. Basically, they're an indie um, pop four-piece band. They launched their debut EP tonight at the uh, Goodwill Social Club, 625 Portage Avenue. Tickets are only $10.00. Um, and uh, if you're interested in hearing this band, you can go out tonight and see them. Uh, they also had a new uh, video that was uh, premiered uh, earlier last week uh, on Exclaim, the website. And um, they, uh, the name of their, um, <clears throat> the name of their album is called "This Yen Closing My Throat," and uh, the tune that we're going to feature today is called "Detente." So, from their latest album. Uh, Champagne years here is Detente here on River City 360 CGNU 93.7 FM. Move your heart through the tongue. I'll show the love. Make it burn, cover. That's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. Thank you very much for listening, and a big thank you to everyone who spoke with us about giving, our guests Len Van Roon Sr. and Len Van Roon Jr. of the Charleswood Historical Society, and Noah Ehrenberg, convener of Community News Commons. If you want to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg, listen to any of our past episodes, or subscribe to our podcast, please visit rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and 93.7 CJNU-FM. Please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. So you can call 204-944-9474, extension 360, and leave us a comment about why you give or request a song or suggest a topic for a future show. That's 204-944-9474, extension 360. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rivercity360. And on Facebook, you can find us by searching rivercity360. 
I'm Nolan Bicknell signing off for River City 360. And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday. Thank you.